Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Koopalings and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese and tonight, Shack crew, Becca and Garrett, join me to discuss all things happening Nintendo this week. But first, please let us say thanks to those that keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borboni, Bo- Josh, or I was going to say Borboni the Bonesaw. That doesn't make any sense. That's wrong. Josh the Bonesaw Borboni. Coach Mo, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, and Nick Falhaba. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Can't complain. That's good. Uh, it's been a pretty lazy day for me, actually. Probably the laziest work day I've had so far, where I just cycle through Twitter and Discord constantly, seeing all the comments and replies, and I'm like, I don't want to write at all. It's one of those things, too, where I don't have a hard deadline, too, and whenever I don't have hard project deadlines, I, I don't really I, do much. <laughs> you know, I know it's blasphemy, but I bring that up all the time, every time when the Discord gets going on crunch. Oh, yeah. And with about developers and stuff, and I'm like, guys, they're like, well, you, like they need to move the, the release date. I'm like, you gotta ship. Like, I, I yeah. don't know how other people's jobs work, but... um. You know, a lot of my stuff that I do is coding. It's yeah. tangible programming. You know, you can see it when it's done. Like mm-hmm. it has deadlines. Often yeah, it's yeah. like immediate deadlines. Like you got to You can't just wait until they're like, oh, we're ready. It, it's so true. But like, you know, it's all about writing. It's like, oh, you got to think of new ideas, new new research topics. And, you know, when you get back to lab, you do experiments. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I need I'm inspiration. <laughs> I'm not going to do that until I have to. It's just exactly. that uh, that senioritis thing. Yeah, like when you know you have time, you kind of mm-hmm. burn time unless you're like super motivated. But I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, Rebecca? Um, I've been a little bit the opposite. Um, the school year is winding down. Um, so I've been busier than ever. Um, today was a particularly busy day, but now it's a four day weekend. Um, so now I can finally breathe a little bit. Um, but after the school year's over, that's it for me. And then I, then I get to relax a lot. Get to go on vacation. Job hunt. <laughs> a four day weekend? Is it? For Memorial what? Day. Oh my gosh. I yeah. totally forgot that. Friday happens. and Monday. I wonder when uh, our activation is over, if I'll get like holiday time back for all the time that I've worked. I wonder how that's going to go. Cause I, I bet my boss is be like, you're not getting any time off. You worked at home. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, that was your time off. I get back yeah, to work. There's no, there's no excuse at all. Well, we're still working from home, so it'll be like that for the oh, rest I, of yeah. the Oh, yeah. So am I. Very much so. Uh, this week, um, I was building a system to test all of the county employees before they return to work. So building the system to keep track of all of that as they go mm-hmm. out. And hopefully it looks like we're trying to return to work in like two weeks. So, oh. Yeah. Same yeah. idea for us, too, is mm-hmm. phased reopening. We got to go back in because that's our work is in the labs. And we're exactly. pretty low risk because we're secluded. We don't, like, interact with different people every day. It's just, like, six people in a big room. So if we just kept our mask on, have social distancing practices, that's what we're trying to convince the university is, like, hey, we kind of need to go back to do mm-hmm. our work. So, Well, this past weekend, as I said last week, I went to the cabin. Um, up in the, up in the woods, uh, my in-laws have retired 
And uh, they sold their house today. Today was their final day in their house. So they moved to their cabin. So before they took over their new um, mountain retreat, we went up there by ourselves and had it all to ourselves for a few days, which was great. And then my daughter had a meltdown and lost her phone. And by the time Monday rolled around, they were all ready to kill each other again. So it started off really, really good and Mm -hmm. then slowly deteriorated from there. But I did enjoy kind of... You know, dis- disconnecting as much as I normally do. I know Nathan was teasing me because he he didn't think I was too disconnected because <laughs> I still showed up on on Discord. I'll say, like, yeah. Why is Donnie like messaging in Discord? Well, <laughs> it was funny because, um, like, I think it was Saturday night. My mm-hmm. wife and kids they were all asleep at like eight thirty. Like it was wow. like barely sundown, and I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna. So I was just hanging out in the hot tub by myself. At like nice. 10 o'clock at night, having a drink. And I was like, well, I might as well look at Discord. Also, like, internet's real, real spotty up there. So yeah. it's kind of like one of those things, like, when you've got it, use it. You know? So I was doing that. Um, and uh, didn't play any games. So I don't have a whole lot this cool. week. It'd be much faster for me. Um, did re- start replaying something, though, that I got kind of got into. Uh, Monday when I got back, uh, I've, I've, I've still been playing Pokemon. I think I've I've worked it out where I'm going to have uh, Jack finish it for me. I told him that if he can finish it for me, then I will buy him the DLC. Ooh, so right now, good agreement. Yeah, I was I, like, look, you just catch me up um, and I'll buy you the DLC because he's been saving his money for the DLC. Aww. So I think I'm going to let him do that. So I wanted to play something. And um, as I've said for the past few weeks, like nothing's really caught my fancy. Um, but considering that like I lost all my saves and stuff, um, I booted up Hyrule Warriors. Which oh. uh, is always like a, a, a big favorite of mine. And mm-hmm. uh, I started playing it and I just kind of, I never finished it on Switch when it came out. I played about half of it and I just kind of turned it off. I think it's just because I've beaten it before. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was just too soon or whatever reason, but I really do enjoy it quite a bit. And I think it was you, Rebecca, on, didn't you have like a Twitter thread this past week where you were asking like which um, villains you'd like to see return? Yes. Yeah, like we need Sia to return from Hyrule Warriors. Like she's awesome. She was a good one. I would love to have like her in a mainline game yeah. to learn more about like her story and background. And I get really excited for like Hyrule Warriors too. Like I really would love to see them come back to that franchise. I'm not sure if 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 Nintendo ever wants to, or if that was just kind of a one off because the Wii U was not doing so great. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the Warriors games, um, which I do enjoy, that one really kind of sets the bar. Did yeah. they add more content on the Switch version or yeah. did it? Yeah, yeah. because well, I had it on Wii U, but I didn't have it on Switch. Well, add, they they what they did is they added all the extra content that was in yeah. the 3DS version oh. to the Wii U version. They released this one definitive package. Got right. it. So like the 3DS had like its own maps and its own story, it had Linkle, and the Wii U didn't. Uh, so they put it all together. So like Linkle's like a like a whole separate side path that you go on. Right. Which I also Thank thought you, was man. really, really cool. And, and I'm actually, I'm in the middle of Linkle's chapter now. I, I'd gotten all the way to um, the Water Temple and then I went back to do her stuff. But um, really like that game. I don't want to spend too much time talking about a really old game, but I really did enjoy it. I don't have nothing profound or cool mm-hmm. that I've remembered about, you know, I just really like it. I think it's fun. Um, the music's great. I do like Sia. Uh, um, and I, I love how they did the, um, I, it's almost, it's like a, it's not like a mockumentary, but it, I love, it's like a tribute to Zelda's like branching narratives. And I love how that, how even that is a part of the game in like such a weird, wacky way, but in Zelda's world totally makes sense 
to Zelda's fans, mm-hmm. and it's just something I really appreciate. So I'm happy that I'm going through it, and it's uh, just mindless good Zelda fun. Yeah. And uh, we need more mindless good Zelda fun. As a gigantic Zelda fan myself, I could use more Zelda spinoff things to keep my attention. I'd much rather play Hyrule Warriors than, say, like Link's Awakening mm-hmm. any day of the week mm-hmm. for me. So that's that's what I've been playing. Yeah, do you like watch a podcast or play, or like play a show while you kind of play Hyrule Warriors yeah. or any kind of the Warriors games? Because mm-hmm. I kind of felt like that with Fire Emblem Warriors. Like, all right, this is kind of well. It's that's a because the story five. was dumb. Oh, the story's <laughs> dumb for Fire Emblem Warriors. I, I hated okay. the story in that one. I was probably my that one let me down so much because oh, I had. Okay. I think the franchise Fire Emblem makes so much sense yeah. to a Muso format, um, and they really drop the ball because it's not. Like if Awakening is a 10, right? Like if Awakening is a 10 out of 10 story-wise, then I would say Fates is like like a 9, like 8.5 maybe. Yeah, like eight Three Houses is like a 8. And yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors is like a solid 2. Like okay. it is no, just pretty terrible. It's so Yikes. paint by numbers, boring, yeah. basic, plain. It's the Pokemon it's the Pokemon sword shield of the Fire Emblem stories. I mean, it's, it is just that. It is straightforward as can be. Like, you see everything that happens from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And it's not crazy and chaotic that you would expect every Musou game to be. You know, it's like I said, it's paint by numbers. It's very, very safe. Gotcha. And I don't like gotcha. that. Especially in yeah. a Fire Emblem world, I want, you know, like double agents and and backstabbing and secrets and somebody to turn on the other like that's the whole point of the game mm-hmm. there's none of that in there there's like kind of but not really it's very boring it's I just would, touching all the characters and their legacy and yeah like all that okay cool and there's not a lot in there and what i was gonna say is i would love them to do like fireman awakening warriors oh i think yeah. it'd be a great way to bring back a story like that in a in a in a format and, and to change it up a bit if they ever wanted to do something like that. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. I'd be absolutely down for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, but we get Persona 5 Strikers instead. I'm hoping that one can take the mantle for for Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah. It's like Hyrule too. Warriors is my favorite my favorite Warriors game, but I, my hopes for that one literally are to be better than that. After playing the like, demo, yeah. after knowing the franchise, my expectations is Persona of Strikers is better than Hyrule Warriors. The ex- expectations like it seems it's going to be on par or yep. maybe slightly worse than the Persona 5 story because it's, it's a DLC. It's an extension. It's, it's literally taking place right after the Persona 5 story, like yep. the end of it. So we'll see. What about you guys? Um, not much, I guess. Uh, so first off, I did beat Astral Chain. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, and then I realized at the end, I was like, oh, did I play on the easiest difficulty i didn't realize that i've played on casual now i heard that casual in like the normal mode there's not much difference to it so i'm like not i'm trying to remember the difference yeah joe after work was telling me that the difference is that normal has a grading like an actual grading system of Mm -hmm. like s and a i remember that i also think there's a difference control wise oh i'm trying to remember okay because i distinctly remember covering it with um Isaac when we did a review cast. Yeah. I yeah. think the casual mode has something something about it is like on auto. I think. Oh, okay. Something about it does that versus the normal mode where you have more control over the legions and actually dictating like their entire movements and stuff all the time. Mm. So is it like you have to manually use your 
legion all the time in the normal mode possibly because whenever i don't don't control the legion it auto attacks which kind of makes sense to me i think that's Uh, it oh really i think that's it i think that's it i think when you're on casual i think your legion will constantly just do stuff and in addition Uh, to you telling it to do in normal you literally have to command it to do everything oh okay now that didn't I didn't feel like it really helped doing auto attack, but nonetheless, that's how I did it in casual mode. I felt like the boss was like pretty easy from my end. I'm like, man, this this seems a little too easy. And at the end, I was like, oh, we're great. I did play on the easiest difficulty. So I may go back, try out a couple missions on normal mode or even the PT ultimate that I've locked all the modes on. Um, I didn't. So there's a very last file, file 12. I did not start that up. I don't know if I need to. It seems like extra quests to it me. Is. It's extra. Okay. Okay, cool. I stopped um, there too, and I think Caroline gave me stuff about it, and which is hilarious because I'm not sure she ever finished it. Actually, <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> knowledge that she actually finished it. But Caroline I told her didn't like, complete a game. I was like, "It's extra. You don't have to do it." And she's like, "You have to do everything." Um, oh my gosh! I see in the chat, Romaine says that 99% sure Linka was added to the DLC for the Wii U version later. So oh. I might be wrong on that, but there were definitely maps in the 3DS version that didn't make it to Wii U and vice versa. They definitely had differences between the two versions and i my understanding is on switch high rollers all of it, it it's all everything. there everything's there the all the adventure maps everything yep. yeah mm-hmm. and it does look and i know i said this when it came out so i apologize for anybody that's listened to us for 100 episodes and remember it looks so much better on switch i should have said that it's the whole thing mm-hmm. is much brighter than it was on on wii u and 3ds but i digress back cool. to astral chain <laughs> astral chain is really good it's really I good was- yeah, I in the middle of the game, right? I was like file six or seven when mm-hmm. I started talking last week. And I'm like, eh, it's okay. I'm brushing off. It's everything. It feels really fine. climbs, doesn't it? it you just take off endlessly. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is there a new skill? There's a new enemy. There's a new story beat. And it's like back to back to back. I'm like, okay, I'm sneaking now. I'm figuring out characters and like how they're change. It, it like changes a lot. There's a lot it's got of a cool crazy little like, sci-fi story. And yeah, all the different yeah. stuff you uncover with the with the story and and that journey and um, man, I really I, I I'm glad that you liked it because I, I get real excited when I talk to people about it. I, I feel it's funny because I I, I don't think it's underrated. It's definitely everybody yeah. that I know like knows of it, but I don't know many people that played it, and I don't know that many people that actually played it actually made it to the end. I know a whole right. lot of people that it were they say they're interested in it, they would play it, or they did and but they stopped. And uh, right. it's, it's interesting because I, I agree with you. I think it's slow because so much of the first part of the game is focused on the inv- the investigative parts. Yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. mundane. And you're it's like, is this the, the whole thing? Half. But yeah. then it, it turns sharp right yeah. <laughs> halfway through yeah. and it really takes off. It was like second to last mission. I'm like, I, I'm doing this as a boss level. Cool. Like, And then the very last boss, I'm like, this, this is – third like nth dimension weird platinum yeah it becomes a platinum game that's the only thing i can say about if you've ever played a bayonetta Mm -hmm. it becomes a platinum game but it doesn't become a platinum game really until chapter six and then it just goes platinum 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 all the way to the end it just sprints to the finish it's a great close yeah it's really 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 good so i highly recommend if you are into action rpgs this is a solid one it's so it's a game that you can probably if you really try hard, you can probably breeze through it in like 20 hours. I think it did 18. in a weekend. Yeah. 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 You, you, you can weekend. do it in a weekend. Um, so, yeah. I'm really excited actually to um, try out other Platinum games now. I've always had a bad rap with Platinum games because I did get Legend of Korra, <laughs> which 
and yeah, I, I shouldn't have. I don't think I licensed stuff like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do I that mean, to keep the lights them, on. Though. That's just that you know. I know, I know. They they have some hits, but they also have some great games. Um, yes. So I, I definitely want to get over to Bayonetta at some point. I do have the first two on Switch um, that I would like to try out and play before three. And also, I started a near Automata on PS or on Xbox Games Pass. So great game. I'm trying to look, just dabble here and there, um, but I really enjoy it. It's a good um, good action RPG, Astral Chain. Uh, you know, I love the way it looks. That's the thing I'll never get that's over. That's true. Those tunnel sections, when you're oh, going yeah. through the tunnel, like on the motorbike, and you've got the neon lights on the walls, and you see like the the pavement, and it's wet, mm-hmm. and you see the reflection. That is as good a picture as I've seen on Switch. Yes, ever like in any yeah. game. I, I'll never forget that. That's like seared into my brain. That's what I was thinking when I played it for the first time. I was like, this is the best looking picture I've seen in a game on this console. I mean, mm-hmm. it's absolutely gorgeous. If you can, if you can get into a comic style, yes. art style, you know, it definitely yeah, looks like a comic, like an anime. It's definitely cell shaded. Yeah. Um, but it looks, re- they, they crank out everything out of the power of the switch with this game. And I, I couldn't believe it was exclusive. And it runs like great. an exclusive and it's run. Yeah. It's running great. Um, so yeah, if uh, you get a chance, go play Astro Chain because it's really fun. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Um, I'm sorry I failed you guys. I haven't played so much of you this. Quit. <laughs> I didn't quit. No, I don't. No, quit I can tell you've already started playing near. You quit. You're like, no, you know no, no, no. You get too stuck. I didn't get stuck. Stuck. Did you get bored? Uh, well, you can be I, honest. okay. Well, I haven't played till like last Friday, so I've been busy with other games. That's okay. <laughs> other than Ocarina of Time, it's uh, I will get back to it. Um, but I did beat the Forest Temple. Um, I thought the boss was pretty unique um, in there, the Shadow of Ganondorf, yeah. um, and how to figure out how to beat him. That one's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, the puzzles in that game, in that Force Temple, I'm like, man, they figured that out, how to do that. Like the first 3D game, 3D Zelda, I was like, that's incredible. Because, you know, I my first experience was Link to the Past. And, I, and the difference between, you know, a 2D top-down, they, they did what they could, and now they're going to like a 3D polygon. It just makes you realize how much innovation it really they had to do to that game to make it really special. Now put yourself back in 1997 when you played that for the mm-hmm. first time. That's why so many people mm-hmm. to this day still think of it as their greatest, their favorite Zelda game or the greatest Zelda game of all time. Because I'll never forget it back then. I mean, Zelda Ocarina of Time blew people away. Even people that yeah. weren't like Nintendo fans, that was like a must play game, right? Everybody yes. had to play that game. Yeah. The one um, thing in the Forest Temple specifically that I'm thinking about that maybe you're thinking about, Garrett, is do you remember that one hallway that you walk through with like the red carpet and it twists, yes, and, it twists. and then it all twists. of a sudden the room is upside down? Yes. It's like amazing. It, it was so cool how they just, just one twist and one change in the dimension is a completely different puzzle yeah. and how, how to traverse through the temple. Um, there was that, there was the, um, the blocks you had to move to make the ghost too and i was like okay this is gonna be easy just match together no it rotates in on a timer too i'm like oh i'm gonna really have to plan this out now i want to play this again (laughs) (laughs) i think that's why i started playing hyrule warriors and it didn't Mm -hmm. dawn on me until he said ocarina but that's what i remember thinking um as i was wanting to play something and i didn't have my 3ds i was actually thinking of playing ocarina Mm -hmm. i was like well i don't have that i'm not gonna play breath of the wild i'm saving breath of the wild until we know when breath of the wild 2 is coming then i'm gonna play it again 
and uh, and I started playing Hyrule Wars. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> you know, I, I need, I, I want to play something Zelda, and this is what I've got. And I started, and I was like, this is a really good game. I forgot how good this game is. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I wrapped up the Forest Temple. Now I had, now I'm heading back to um, the Fire Temple. Now yep. I guess that's the next step. Um, I got a hint. You know, actually, I don't know if it's on the 64 version, but on the 3DS version, you can actually go in a tunnel. And it kind of hints you at stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I so, forgot about that. It's the um, oh, yeah. it's the the Sheikah stones, right? Yeah, yeah the Sheikah stones. And in the, in the original game, it just told you the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that was well, not useful. Well, there's, at both. All. there's both actually. It's the she- oh. it, it tells yeah. you the time, and then there's places where you can actually crawl. It'll and, give you a hint where to go. It'll give you a hint. I it, forgot all about that. Yeah. yeah. I've only used it a couple times, and then this one time, I'm just trying to figure out how to get into the fire temple. Yeah, I don't fault you at all for using it. Yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't really tell me much actually to get into the fire temple. I just so like, I'm trying to take it for granted how much I know out. that game. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I got the big sword, the yep. two-handed uh, already. Oh, you did! Wow. Yeah, I had 200 rupees. So I'm like, sure, why not? I'll oh, just grab you can it get it for quick. free. Oh well, oh well, I bought it. <laughs> I I literally thought you just went on that like the trade quest instead. There was a instead. huge, yeah, a huge side quest where you trade items to get it. I thought he was just oh. doing that instead of doing the temple. I was like, that's impressive, Garrett. <laughs> and he's like, no, I just bought it. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. a hard side quest too to do. Oh okay, I I never knew it's about very that. Um, I just I went to a shop. I had two hundred rupees, and there's the big sword right there. I'm like, cool, I'll buy that. <laughs> I didn't even know you could buy it. I'm like, I really got to go back and replay it. There's so many things I forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in the Gora um, Mountain and shop in the later time. So you're about to get the Megaton hammer. Yeah, probably. So uh, I will get back to it. I promise. We uh, actually did have um, an Ocarina of Time question um, from Zach. He wanted to know: Was Zelda simply just wearing the Sheik disguise, or did she use her magic to physically change into Sheik? It's just a disguise. Uh, yeah. Now, That's speaking why. of Sheik. I remember the eye color was different. Speaking oh. of Sheik, playing Hyrule Warriors mainly as Sheik when given the chance. Because oh, wow. if you guys didn't know, Sheik's dope in that game. Badass. Oh, okay. Cool. Have, have you guys played it? I have sure not I played Hyrule Warriors. Played it. I don't own it. On no. the Wii U. Okay. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've never played it. So um, no. you should play it. Absolutely. Like, you should play it. Um, but when it goes on sale. Oh, it's so good. It's been on sale. I know. It's just I haven't finished Fire Emblem. We're going to have to get you this game. No, you're going to have to get Hyrule. These are not comparable games. What you need to do is go trade in Fire Emblem Warriors to get Hyrule Warriors and play a better <laughs> game. Um, dude, in, in Hyrule Warriors, uh, she's mm-hmm. got the harp, right? Sheik's got the harp. Yeah. But she can change her attacks based on the combinations you play the harp. So you can play the harp, you do a water attack, and then your special becomes like a water special. You you do like a combo to do the lightning attack, and then you play the harp, it becomes a lightning special. And you do the same, you do the combo that does a fire attack, you play the harp, and it becomes a fire thing. So you can change all of her. So instead of like, it's, uh, it's hard to put in words. So like most of the time, if you play as Link, Link mm-hmm. has like, I don't know, seven or nine combos, right? Right. Sheik feels like she's got like 27. Because you can right. play them differently, all different ways. Mm. And the lightning one is crazy. She plays Song of Storms, and this tornado of storms and lightning starts swirling around here, and you can just run through people and just wreck shop. And um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm playing it for the second time. Yeah. But that was another thing that I was thinking. I was like, because the first time I played completely as Link whenever possible. And sometimes the game forces you not to, but whenever possible, I play as Link. Now it's like I'm not playing as Link at all. 
Now I'm playing a Sheik and Darunia and all kinds of other folks. See, I really should um I should get it for the Switch because I played it when it first came out um, with I played exclusively co-op with Sam. Nice. Oh, um, yeah. He likes to say that he's played a Zelda game before. I tell him, no, you have not. Um, <laughs> but I, for some reason, have no recollection. Like, I remember little bits and pieces, but like that Sheik Harp thing, ha- I have no memory of that whatsoever. It's real good. So I kind of want to get it on the Switch and play through it. I haven't had the best experiences with Muso games, and I don't know why. I just don't care for the- You have that brain. You know, you're doing all the like super fire emblem, super hard death mode. You know, Warriors game's not for you. I guess that's what I'm thinking <laughs> when I'm looking at a fire emblem game, right? It's like, man, I really need to be tactical about this. But well, yeah, yeah to me, I remember it felt very like I, I didn't have to think too hard about what I was doing, which is both good or bad. Like, like you said, you can kind of be listening to something else while you play it, or sometimes. But there are moments. I mean, if you up the difficulty, I imagine it gets pretty hard. There are moments I in Hyrule Warriors. There are a couple maps where you have to hold two points simultaneously so there's a lot of um switching between units back and forth that's true too and there's a lot of commanding your units to be doing things while you're doing something else because if you try to do it all by yourself well do do the like i'm trying to think of how to phrase it like do the the way that you win each part does it change co-op do you know like if you have to that i don't know i don't think so so that probably was why why I didn't think it was too difficult. Yeah, I, I remember playing it the first time and I was like, boy, this is because there's a, this is one. It's pretty later on, but there's this one where you have to play it like you have to hold two positions simultaneously. One is Zelda and one is Link. I found it to be pretty frantic. Yeah. So I, I'm I thinking of, like, I guess the wind conditions is what I'm thinking of. Like yeah. didn't really change if you're playing it with two players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just sometimes I'm not too sure what to do other than just attack and like kill all sure. the monsters. I guess that's just the main idea. I think that's game. I think that's spot on like criticism. I think one of the things about the game is that it throws a lot of things for you to do at you. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention to like the mission log, like the little corner where it's telling you'll miss all of it because there's okay. all kinds of stuff happening on the map at all different yeah. times. Yeah, yeah a, a little frantic, um, but I will try out Hyrule Warriors if it's like. I don't know, 20 bucks or something like that. Um, so anyways, yep. Ocarina of Time. I'm going back to it. Yeah. And Sheik totally disguise. Yeah. That's what I think too. Um, uh, have you so seen I, what I, girls can do with makeup? Stuff's crazy, <laughs> man. Stuff's uh, insane. I, have you seen those like, I don't know, makeup videos where it's just like a completely different face. See? And like a before and after. Contacts. Yeah. <laughs> you just got it like that. <laughs> Um, guys, I've been in an obsession lately this past week, and I think I, I've been I've been shouting it out to you guys ever since Donnie said Elder Scrolls Blades, oh. and like he, he played it on Switch, and I'm like, well, Blades is a stupid game because I can play Skyrim on Switch because I have it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play some Skyrim. Um, this is my like I would say I think I'm gonna go through my full third playthrough of this game. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've played the beginning part at least like 10 times. I just seven out of those times I didn't go all the way through. Two of those runs was on Xbox 360 and the save got corrupted at the end. So that wasn't that great. That's why I gave up. Um, I, I Skyrim it really holds a, like a, a place in my heart just because I think that's one of the first games that I actually said I'm really into games because before I played like, you know, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty and Pokemon 
Um, but when I got into Skyrim, like I want to try out a lot of other games now because that that really hit me as like this open world sandboxy game that got me into Fallout series as well. Um, and so I'm playing this and simultaneously playing Elder Scrolls Online on PC. Um, I just love, I, I don't know why I'm getting into this high fantasy lore. Um, and I want something comfortable to go back to, something that I know, um, something that I can just watch a show or Twitch or stream or whatever while I play this. And also I can watch shows and play on my handheld. That's why I'm playing it on the Switch version. Um, it's been really good. Uh, I would say the Switch version is, of course, not as pretty as the Xbox One, PS4, and PC version. Um, and I, the draw, it's, it's a big notice, actually. The draw distance, you can tell, like, lines of the shadows are a bit thicker, and, like, it just doesn't seem real. Um, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it puts me off a little bit when I dock it. Um, but handheld-wide, it looks pretty good. Um, but other than that, it's just comfort food. Right. I, I like being a warrior, um, going through as a dragonborn and figuring out that I have powers and going through all of these quest lines. I don't know. I just I just like that type of stuff. I didn't know you liked Skyrim so much. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, I love progressing a character like this RPG wise, um, getting more and more powerful, figuring out what I want to do, too. Right. Every run's not the same. Um, so the first run I did like one handed and healing. That's mainly what I did because that's kind of cheap. You can really just like hack and slash and just go way through your dungeon and then just heal right afterwards and you're good. Right now I'm trying out to be like a sneaky, but also um, dual wield so I can have high damage and also a high bow skill as well. So if you're sneaky and you get really good at sneaking, you can get you can do some serious damage to enemies um, at the end there when you go through that tree line. Um, and then bow, I haven't done much bow uh, type of attacks, and I want to try it out with uh, this game and also Elder Scrolls Online to see what's the difference there. Um, but yeah, no, I really like this game a lot. So that's why I'm going through it. I don't know how much I'm going to get into it uh, before Xenoblade comes out, because when I get Xenoblade, I'm jumping off ship immediately. Skyrim is one of those games I can jump off and jump back in. It's uh, one of those I know front to back. I know what to do. Um, so it's fine if I abandon it for a few months and come back to it whenever I feel like I, en- I I want to just enjoy playing a game. Yeah, I think we all have games like that where, like you said, it's like a comfort game where you've replayed it. You know exactly what to do in it. Maybe you play it a little bit differently each time. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for me. I haven't really done anything different this week than I've done last week, just because it's been another busy week. Did you make like it out of Lurker Valley? Okay, listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did. Yeah. I did make oh. it out of Lurker Valley. Something that you should know about me is that I play through games incredibly slowly. Um, games that take people like maybe two or three days to get through will take me two or three weeks or longer to get through just because like I play in short play sessions or like I won't play for a couple days at a time. And then like when I get back into it, I'll have to remember what I was doing or like I'll just go around and talk to everyone and kind of like look through every corner and see like what I can find. Um, but I am a slow game player. I did get out of Lurker Valley. Um, I don't put the know. Lurk. <laughs> Lurker Valley. <laughs> I'm not getting any better at the golf part of the game, but I'm trying to do all of those tips that you said. Um, I haven't like failed any of the challenges yet, so I guess I'm not doing like that badly. 
Um, like I'm still getting successes even after getting like five over par. Um, so it's not like a hard game for me. I'm just not <laughs> getting like good scores. <laughs> but there was a time part- <laughs> where Jason and I were comparing scores because we couldn't play against each other. And oh, I wow. think we were at like on the 18 hole match, we were at like like 18 under or like 20 under. But we were doing better <laughs> than like under. the score. Like <laughs> most most holes, yeah. Like if we were at like 14 under, it was like bad. It was a bad what? round. We were like, oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> So she's like, hey, I'm five over. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I never, I went to this thing. I'm not good at golf, but I'm really enjoying the story and the writing of it. It's so clever. I think a lot of it, I just like, is probably going over my head, but it's very dry humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to the part with. Um, it's all golf puns. The disc golfers. Yeah. Where, like, oh, yeah. My character calls it a Frisbee and they take huge offense to that. They're like, it's not a Frisbee. <laughs> I was just laughing so hard at like just how snobby they are. And like, I don't know any disc golfers. Like that's a real thing. So done. I'm a disc golfer. Are you a a snob? Are you a disc golf snob? Disc golfers. Like if you want the stereotype disc golfer, they're just like hippies. They're just stoners. (laughs) (laughs) Now I do think there is definitely, there, there is a push in disc golf to be considered more as a sport Mm -hmm. or at least as, as, athletic as golf and i would defend it as so yes i think it it might be more athletic than golf in some ways i can't throw a frisbee or disc i should say it takes yeah it takes a high level coordination to even hit like get close our patron uh zach bradshaw was telling me when we were playing golf last week in xbox um he and i are both disc golfers and he and i both play tournaments like i play competitively I don't know you did that. I won our master's tournament. I used to um what? I used to host tournaments. I hosted a a year's worth of tournaments. I did not know that. I used to raise money for the friends home that I used to stay at when I was little. Wow. For charities and stuff. I haven't played oh, I haven't played. I don't think I've played in a year. It's been a while. A lot of Mm -hmm. my friends I used to play with, you know, they all like as you do when you get older, they all scattered off and moved. I still play occasionally. Like I'll take the Mm -hmm. kids out and we'll just go walk around and play. I have a basket in my yard. So, I mean, like, if that tells you how much of a, you know, like, I have a basket, I still throw at it and stuff like that. But I used to be way, I used to, all right, to get real geeky and dorky for our listeners, I used to have a PDGA rating. I was a rated player. Oh, my god! I think my highest rating ever was 987, which is, is good? pretty good. Wow. Okay. Pretty cool. good. Not professional level, but I could, I could play pro in some tournaments. Pretty good. Wow. Pretty good. So you should have pursued that. You should have gone all the way oh, and God, been no. a professional. No, no, they, they're no. It's just like real golf, right? There is good golfer, <laughs> and then there's professional golfer, yeah. and there's a huge difference. And yeah. disc golf is no different. Um, you you watch a real professional disc golfer play, you'll be amazed at what they can do. Like you yeah. just be like, how is this possible? Uh, and they're very very good. But well, I love that part in Golf Story because of that background. I was going to say, as far as – I don't know if there's any other disc golf parts of the game or if it was just that. It's like a one-off. Part. Okay. Because my one criticism about the game as a whole, especially during that part, is that it doesn't teach you anything. It taught me how to throw it but not how to like angle it or steer anything. Yeah. It took me like 10 minutes to figure out what I was supposed to do. This Somebody is the point of the game. I've move helped. the control stick. So I'm like trying to steer it. Turns out you can only move it left or right to yep. steer it. And like the physics were totally like not like. I've helped. I've helped like maybe I'm a dozen people. Spinning it with around this. in a circle. 
Yeah, I, I felt this so is long. the point that most people, when they play Golf Story, if if I've, I've helped them or, or or influenced them to play it, this is like the one thing that they all come back to me and I do not know how to do the disc golf part or help me do the disc well, golf they, part. Because they don't teach you. The yeah, tutorial part of it was right. throw it straight into the, what is it called? It's not a hole. It's a basket. Goal post. Basket. Yeah, basket. Okay. Goal post? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. It's a pole right there. I a hole, so. But, yeah, exactly. So it had you throwing it straight into the basket. And then then it was like, okay, time to do the course. And the next um, basket was like way over here and you had to steer it. I couldn't figure out how to do it. So my criticism Mm. is it needs to teach you how to do things. Sure. Mm. Just remember you got to feather it. That's what What I always tell people. (laughs) What does feather it mean? You can't hold the direction in any which way you can't hold you can't like steer what you gotta do is you just gotta flick it if you want to go right you just flick it a few times to the right and it'll begin to curve you gotta feather it you know you just gotta like kind of tap it with it yeah don't push and hold given me a better tutorial on how to do that sure i think it's fair i I remember i think i was the same way when i figured out the first time i was like i don't know what i'm doing i'm throwing it it keeps going way off you know once i figured it out i was a pretty good disc golfer just saying Nice. nice. Maybe there'll be more of that in sports. <laughs> Maybe. I hope they did all they come say, back. What What sports did they say are coming? Yeah. Sorry, did they uh, say that yet? Tennis, golf. I think there was disc golf in there. I can't remember them all. Soccer. There's a bunch. Did you say tennis? Oh, definitely tennis. Oh, That's, I, I meant there's definitely tennis. tennis. I meant. I meant. Yeah. I'm buying that. I think I'll get it. Day one. But I love how they made fun of the disc golfers. I think it even yeah. at one point, one of somebody comes by and throws trash in there. And people get mad, and that's a thing because a lot of a lot of people at parks, I think, rightfully so, they look at a disc golf basket and they think it's like some weird trash can, and that's a thing oh. that happens quite a bit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot no, of stuff, I've stuff seen, in it. You called them baskets, mm-hmm. disc golf baskets before. I've seen that. I mean, yeah. I don't. Oh, it's, I it's, didn't know they were snobs. It's so strange because um, my senior year at uh, my senior year in college, I had to do a, a public speaking class. And I mm. did my final in the class. Uh, you have to give like a presentation on stage. I did it on how to play disc golf. Oh. And when I showed everybody the picture of basket, there were so many people in the room like, <laughs> I've seen those. They're at my course. It's trash can. No. <laughs> so, uh, so sad. I love how the game made fun of that and golf in general and kind of brought yeah. all that. And I can't wait to see what it's they do with tennis. Game. It's a very smart yes. how it's written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We yeah. should be so lucky to have more games written with that amount of effort. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) like we don't get. I don't know many other games even. I love when when I'm starting to read one of the text bubbles, then it goes away really quickly, and I don't even have a chance to finish reading it yet. There are so many times that game just made me laugh. Yeah, sitting there like an insane person laughing at my screen, you know. But it's it's totally my wheelhouse. I think that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still slowly working my way through it. Don't think that that criticism is like. She hates you know, it. Broke her switch. Negative. She's no, just super no. mad. <laughs> it's just, I think if I didn't have somebody telling me what to do, I would have been looking up all of this stuff by now. Do you know how long it took me to find the turtles? You, you've said this, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, this took a while. <laughs> Turns out they were in front of my face the entire time. I just couldn't distinguish them mm. because they looked like little bushes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Once somebody told me they're right in front of my face, I saw them really easily. Cool. Now, when I saw you stream, Rebecca, <laughs> all right, it's, it's just a little thing. Whenever you like- Just a like, little criticism. Just a little criticism. No offense, but- 
<laughs> no offense, but you suck. <laughs> Whenever you aim to go to a hole, you like to overshoot all the time. Yeah, it's already yeah. got to aim short of it. You, no, no. Always you just hit short. it as hard as you can. That's See? the strategy. I told oh, you. God. And then if it's too hard, then you back it up. She said, that's such <laughs> that's, that's a great That's what she I said. I haven't failed anything yet. I'll leave you be. <laughs> I'll leave you be. You can still beat this game with that mentality. So, Hey, if it works, go yeah, for it. Go for it. That's it. That's it? Okay. Animal uh, Crossing, that's it. Oh, how what? how is Animal Crossing doing? Animal Crossing's the same as it always been. I'm I'm um a little bit frustrated that they're not fixing a lot of the quality of life things. Hackers are starting to fix the quality of life things, like wow. making more you know stackable items and fix. Like it's just they really need to fix a lot of it. But I'm still having a lot of fun. Hmm. I'm slowly cool. working on my island, helping my friends with their islands. It's going well. Okay, cool. All right, so let's get into this week in Nintendo. Garrett, we have a Splatfest. Yes. Begins tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Friday night, lasts through the weekend. Nintendo Shack has plans. Why don't you tell us, tell us what you have planned? Uh, all right. So we're going to be supporting hashtag uh, Team Mayo. Yeah, no, we, are. we aren't. No, Team Shack is Team Mayo. No, it's, Team Shack is definitely Team right. <laughs> um, No. Uh, so I think um, what I'm going to do is actually Saturday night. Saturday um, night. Just, yep. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'll start up the stream. Uh, I'll let, I'll give a few minutes to let everyone in into the voice chat. I will be in the voice chat as well. The PSVG. And you said the PSVG voice chat in the Discord. In the Discord. In so the those Discord. of you that are listening, if you want to chat with us, you got to go to psvg.blog/discord. That will get you an invite to the Discord. You can come yeah. plug in and, and chat with everybody. Yeah. Um, what I think I'm going to do is, uh, do you have to be friends in order to have like to be together to like play all together? I think one, one match? person has to. So like, if you're playing and we're switch friends. I can mm-hmm. join you, and then if somebody is switch friends with me but not gotcha. you, they can join through me. Yeah. Gotcha. So you have to be at least uh, one of those friends in that lobby, um, and I will host a room um, uh, to do that. And I think we could do uh, Team Mayo and Team Ketchup right then and there if we have a full party, right? I think that's, so. That's my understanding because I've done that before. Uh, with uh, I forget the Splatfest rules, but I think you can. Okay. Um, we will try that out. Uh, see how it goes. See if we can get a full party. And if not, I think they just put online people in um, and we'll go from there. Uh, we'll have a good time. I think I'll play at least for a couple of hours, maybe even longer. So at least till 10 p.m. Eastern nice. Standard Time. Um, and I will be playing a little bit tomorrow night, um, probably off to the side while I watch uh, Sean Capri stream uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, nice. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Saturday night, be there. Um, I will set up the stream. Um, before then, I'll make sure I'll get that set up. <laughs> Is Dungeons it, out tomorrow? It's out the 26th. He's got an early coach. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Kid. I'm definitely yeah. getting that too. Yeah. Um, I will join you Saturday night. I'll definitely be playing with you. Cool. Um, I will be there as well. I have not done anything since the last time I booted it <laughs> up. So I will have the starter gun and the starter equipment. Oh, right. Because you lost all right. your... your yeah. I'm not happy though. about it. Um, That's okay. But yeah. We'll I think I'm level- do well. It'll be okay. I'm only like level 14 or something like that. Um, I didn't play too much at the beginning. I think but I was I, at like level 38 or something like just yeah. all gone. Oh, I got to check. I was. I'm curious. Yeah. So I got back in last weekend. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. And I was getting like first and second place. I'm like, ah, I'm good. I'm, I'll, I'll be fine. 
okay. uh, with the guns I have in outfits. Uh, I know anyway, other people probably Rebecca shows me. up. I'm hey, she's on my team. Fifty-eight. Good. Fifty-eight. Nice. <laughs> I don't have the skill to prove it though. But I will. Uh, what I'll do typically how we do Splatfest, but I'm happy I'm not streaming this time. Um, because I didn't want to pull all this stuff out. Like I packed up all the house party stuff when we postponed it. I don't want to pull it back out and set yep. up my computer and everything. So ha- thank you for for taking yeah. on to do the stream. No uh, but I'm gonna play on the light, and uh, I'm just gonna swap with the kids. We'll put on a movie or something, and I'll Sweet. just be playing in the in the chat, and we'll just be passing the controller around. Cool. I'm looking Sounds forward good. to it, man. Looking forward to to Splatfest. Even if I gotta sure. start over with the what's the first gun. The Ink oh, Junior, know. the Splat Junior, or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> something like that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Grubb has updated his previous initial report over on Venture Beat, claiming that Nintendo has delayed or postponed all plans for Nintendo Direct in June. Now, we've talked about this for weeks and all the rumors are already going, but he's elaborated on it. So here is the latest. Uh, Jeff now insists that there will be no Nintendo Direct planned uh, at all for now, like just period, like indefinitely. Uh, and that they're telling their development partners to go ahead and start publishing, announcing their games as they, you know, as they see fit. So if you've got a game that is coming out in July or August or June, mm-hmm. you know, like go ahead and announce it because they're not doing anything until further notice, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of the same thing we heard earlier. We heard earlier be later, in, but he makes it even allude to it could be later than that, depending on how, you know, the world shakes out between now and then. So they've just kind of put this on hold. Um, he says to continue to expect Nintendo to announce games and more surprise trailers like they've done with Paper Mario. And okay. we'll see more no-notice events that just kind of pop up. And uh, he reiterates again that what's coming is Pikmin 3, Super Mario 3D World are on their way to Switch in addition to the 3D Mario remasters that have been mm-hmm. talked about, that we've talked about for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. Yeah, it just goes to show you that they don't have like something huge in the pipeline. They don't want to try to out meet their expectations with a Nintendo Direct. It's like, meh. I mean, it might as well just do these surprise announcements for these smaller uh, games that we have. And once we have something big to show, uh, we'll, we'll be ready for a Direct. And it doesn't sound like it. it's just not like, you know, Metroid Prime 4 or um, Bayonetta 3. Well, you know, Bayonetta 3 can be... Announced by Platinum. So that's right? the interesting mm-hmm. thing is yeah. all these, there are other games to expect that could be announced at other shows. Mm-hmm. You know, like Mario Rabbids 2, like you said, that's, could be yeah. at Ubisoft. Like we might it's definitely going to be at Ubisoft. Yeah. I, I bet money that it's going to be on the Ubisoft. I feel board. like that would definitely yeah. happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is um, another one. That, yes. And they just, I think Atlas joined together that big JRPG. Uh, collaboration that they're doing that they're doing a digital event um, I'm I want to see some gameplay because they 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 had a sneak peek just like you know Metroid Prime 4 and then nothing else yep um, I'm I'm ready to see some something like a storyline or, or a short trailer uh, maybe a just a time window for that game um, I like that kind of combat so that'd be cool to see cool Brody wants to know which would you rather have, a Pikmin 3 port or a 3D World port? 3D I know World. they're both rumored, but which if you could only pick one for this year, which would you pick? Mario. Garrett? I have no uh, difference. Would I, you pick have either a, of them? I don't have a... I never had a Wii U. I've never played either game. Do uh, either of them interest you? Like, would you consider getting either of them? I would actually... I'm open to Pikmin. 
uh, because I've never really got into a Pikmin game before. I know what, how Mario, 3D Mario games feel with Odyssey and um, 64. I've played those games. Um, but I Mario doesn't really interest me as much as like a new game that I want to try out. So I want to see, um, yeah, Pikmin. Mm-hmm. I do have Pikmin 3 on the Wii U, and I, I think I mentioned this before, how I couldn't get very far on it just because it was very distressing watching all of the Pikmin die. Oh, um, yeah. So I wouldn't buy that game again. I also, So I would probably rather get 3D World. I would consider getting it, but I probably still wouldn't buy that game for the Switch. I think I would buy 3D World for Switch. Um, I'm pretty sure I would. And I have it on Wii U. My Wii U is still hooked up. I don't think I would buy Pikmin 3 again. Um, okay. Pikmin 3, especially, I, I'd be very interested in seeing what they could do to make it better. Mm. I would buy Pikmin 3 if they had an online bingo battle. Is that what it's called? Is it the bingo bongo that? thing? Bingo. Where, like, you had a bingo board with two players, and um, you would have to try to find the fruit that's on your bingo board, and whoever filled their bingo board first would win. Yeah, you're, you're hitting me with, with deep Pikmin stuff that I'm, I'm not that big that of a fan. That was the only thing of Pikmin that I really liked. And I think I played that more than the, um, the, Pikmin the actual game. Bingo Battle. Bingo Battle. There you go. I never played it online. so I don't think it was online. Okay. So I'm saying if they did. It's local only. Online. Okay. I never played a multiplayer. I only no, played it fun. by myself. My it's kids fun. weren't really into it. It's a beautiful game. I, mm-hmm. I I always say that about it. I thought it was a fantastic game looking on the on the Wii U, but I'm I'm not a huge Pikmin fan, you know. So kind of like one of those B tier type things. I wouldn't yeah. buy it. I wouldn't buy it again. I already bought it. I already have it, so I wouldn't buy it again. That's Mario fine. 3D World totally would buy it. It's one of my favorite Mario games. I think it's a fantastic game, and I would love to have it on the go. I would repay for it again. Cool. There you have it. Um, Clubhouse Games, 51 Clubhouse Games, Clubhouse Games 51. It's a weird name. Um, we yeah, got an what? overview trailer from this past week from Nintendo, and it went and snapshot through every single game that you could play. Um, so it was kind of, I, I don't know how many, did you guys watch it? I did not. Um, I was trying okay. to look for it actually. Um, it but it felt like something that you would have seen like in a direct. It wasn't like a long trailer, but it was like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was okay. just kind of like snap, 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 snap. It had like this, you know, very generic sounding, um, you know, narrator, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of talking you through it. Um, I was really intrigued after watching. I mean, I already bought it, so I'm all in. But I was really, I got more excited after watching the trailer um, because of the way that they presented the games to the viewer. Um, they showed things that I didn't see before. And having not played the game that came out on 3DS, this was all new to me, or DS, whenever the last mm-hmm. one came out. Um I didn't realize that they did like trivia for every, for all the games. So all the games obviously have like tutorials and they'll tell you how to play, right? Um, but they even have trivia about the games, like historical trivia, like about them, like oh, cool. teach you things about them. I was like, that's really cool. So they'll have mm-hmm. like little quips. Um, they detailed that you can play across multiple switches, which, which I'm most excited for. They also cool. detailed that you'll be able to play online multiplayer. So they'll have like select mini games. You can choose three of them and then play against somebody else. Oh, I did see that part. That's yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, like, Mario Party. <laughs> Why didn't yeah. you know? It's like everybody keeps talking about Mario Party. Why didn't you couldn't play the game? Well, you can play this game and, and do those types of games online. Um, I did not see a list. Uh, I'm sure there are exclusions. I'm sure they're not all available. I didn't see the list, uh, right. but I knew that there was a handful. And I think basically, I I don't want to say this to say like it's confirmed, but I would imagine it's just all the multiplayer games because there are multiplayer and single player single versions. Player. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's exciting. 
And then again, back to the to the playing um, across multiple switches. So they will release a free download software. It's very similar. If you had a 3DS, you've seen things like this before, where you can download the software and play the game for free if somebody also has the game. I think that's awesome. It's amazing. I love this stuff. The family play in 3DS and stuff. They need to do more of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so excited about it. And um, because we played, uh, we played all, anytime a 3DS game like had this feature, we bought Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That was easy. It was like a buy now features. Like we have to buy. Like uh, I'm immediately thinking of um, Triforce Heroes and mm-hmm. Star Fox. We played the mess out of those games because you could buy one game. We could all play together. Um, so we're really excited about this. But specifically for this and specifically for my family, I guess, is a better way of saying it is um, we have a blackjack table. Like we have a card table and we play cards occasionally. We've got the little chips and everything. My kids know how to make bets. They know how to play poker. Um, they like doing it. It's fun for them. Now I can play, we can play poker and we can play blackjack on this and we don't have to pull the table out and we have to pull cards out and keep counting everything. It'll do it ourselves. And I get so much fun because playing those games multiplayer in a video game format is never fun if you're sharing the screen, right? Because there's all kinds of different ways to cheat and everything everybody it's not fun. Now playing across multiple switches, we can all basically have our own hand and we can yeah. all sit there and play together and like like you were talking about, Garrett, that's something we can really do while the TV's on or while we're in a room and stuff like that. Um, so I think it was great, like a little lo- local play enhancement feature mm-hmm. that um, families should take a take a second look at. If it wasn't on your radar, maybe now knowing this, maybe maybe it should be um, if you're into any of those sorts of things. So like my kids were already in on like we're going to play Mancala. We're going to play chess. We're going to play golf. We're going to do the bowling, the yeah. Wii bowling. I'm happy to see some of the motion control stuff making its way in. It was just a really good detailed look at the game. And okay. uh, it's got several games. So th- I'm even excited about the tutorials, um, kind of, because there are several games I don't know how to play. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to play dominoes. Um, I don't know how to play backgammon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to play. Um, uh, what's the other one? Is Go in there? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is it there, Mahjong? So yeah, Mahjong is in there. I don't know um, how to play Mahjong. I was yeah, going to say Mo Yang because I've got the Minecraft. <laughs> you got that. It's not, <laughs> and it's actually not Mahjong itself. It's like a kind of a simplified version of it. Oh, it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how to play any of those games. And when I saw the tutorials, it looked inviting. It didn't look like it'd be hard to do. Like it was step by step, broken down instructions on how to play. So mm-hmm. I was even thinking of that when I, when I walked away from it, I was like, I'm going to play these games with my kid. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to do bowling and I'm going to learn how to play Mahjong. And <laughs> I was like, you know, like I had a handful of stuff I was planning on doing. I was like, I'm in. It I'm looks like in. there's plenty of familiar games that most people probably know how to play. And then a whole lot that people, most people probably haven't played, or at least you can find some that are brand new for you that you would get to learn. I'm excited. PSVG yeah. get together game yep. night. Possibly we're do a game night. We got to do that. So I asked yeah. the board of video games crew, like, does this do anything for you? Like, if you're really into board games, does the virtualness like throw you out of it? Because for me, I got to tell you, like, the sheer thought that I can play this with friends without dragging out all the cards and everything, like, that's a win. That's a bonus yeah. for me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because we have board games. We've got a stack of them, and our biggest hurdle is setting up, like clearing a mm-hmm. space and setting up. It's all the things we got to do to sit down and play. Mm-hmm. The idea that the game will just take care of that for me, I'm, I was sold. Yep. Yeah, definitely. End of the month. I'm going to have to figure out how to do this and Xenoblade for a couple of weeks. And it's $40, <laughs> right? 
Is it or is it 50? sixty? It's fifty. It's not sixty. I think okay. it might be fifty. I think it's 50. guys. It's, it's under a dollar a game. It is literally. Yes. It's fifty-one games. So did you see the grant? Oh, and you guys didn't see the trailer. There's a game in there called like the Hounds or something that I've never heard of before. Some I, there's several that I've never heard of before. British I played game? Werewolf. Is it something like that? I don't like, know. It's like you're a uh, like a rabbit. It's forty. It's forty dollars. Is it? Yes. Wow, it's forty dollars. That's. That's you a good told deal. me that before, and I think it shocked me. And here I am. I've yeah. already bought it, and I'm shocked again. I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, cool. Wait, is there a physical edition of it? Yeah. I would. I'm seeing I would, it on Best Buy. I think it I is. Yeah, I think oh, it's yeah. a physical copy. Oh, I bought man, it digitally. I want a physical copy. No, I, I I should get the digital. I bought yeah, it digital. digital. Digital is but the I future. I like having physical. Yeah, I'm with you. Get whatever you yeah. want. But it seems like the kind of game I would want digital. Maybe Walmart will cut the price on this too. Could you imagine you get it physical from Walmart for $30? Oh my god. That's gosh. a sweet get. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they will, but that's a sweet get. So I'm excited. And uh, we might be the only Nintendo podcast like really excited about Clash <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, I can't wait to play it. So you're definitely going to be hearing more from me on that one later. Absolutely. Uh, the last bit of news we have this week is Ninjala, that game that had that... Um, really bad beta that I talked about a couple yeah. weeks ago. They're doing another beta. So if you haven't been paying attention to this game, it was delayed. So they had the beta supposed to release. They delayed the release. Now they're doing another beta. That will be May 31st from noon to 10 PM Pacific daylight time. And mm-hmm. in Europe, May 31st from 11 to nine British standard time. I think that's it. Yeah. There you go. Nailed it. Done it. Um, for our European folks across the pond, I know you're out there. I've seen them in the stats. So, um, I maybe I probably won't. Uh, I was looking at this. So, like, I'll be playing Xenoblade by this point. So, mm-hmm. like, Ninjala was something I was interested in because I had the free beta. I wanted to get in. It had like a Splatoon appeal, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of it was because I didn't have anything else to play. Mm-hmm. By the time this beta comes around, I'm going to have all sorts of things to play. So, I don't know. It might have missed the boat for me. I'll dip in for one game or two just to see how it goes. It comes like out June twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm gonna I don't be playing so much Last of Us come June twenty fifth. Oh, there's oh, a lot. Of games. I'm definitely not play. stopping to play Ninjala. Like it's a bad, oh, yeah. bad release window. Maybe later. Maybe later. I'll yeah. I'll jump in at some point. I'm sure I have like a free weekend or something. And thank goodness it's ten hours long instead of one hour intervals. That's just I don't know. I think that's just the dumbest crap. I mean, I, I understand it as somebody who like owns a virtual app. What you're trying to do is you want to funnel as many people to it as possible so you can test it. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand, and maybe it's just different architecture, but we build load testers to do that. Like specifically, mm-hmm. like there are things out there you can buy to give yourself traffic to test those yeah. sorts of things. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get into our questions directly from you. you. Take it away, Rebecca. Jim wants to know, what's your dream special edition console? Ooh. Ooh. That Last of Us one that came out last week that I bought. (laughs) You guys don't know how excited I was to spend $400. I was refreshing Best Buy for hours. I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I saw people saying they didn't like the design. I think it looks really pretty. I was interested to hear the podcast beyond, like, the PlayStation podcast. They kind of trashed it. What? They tore it to pieces. I don't even like The Last of Us, and I think it's beautiful. <laughs> mm. I I called it. I mean, if I can say that, I, I don't. I don't think it's 
going out on a limb, but I did a podcast with Kyle about The Last of Us back in October, mm-hmm. and I detailed what I would want in a Last of Us special edition yeah. console, and it is basically it that. that. And I released wow. the little 20 seconds of it up on Twitter. I put it up just so people could hear it. It is basically that. I basically <laughs> called it. Uh, <laughs> so I was all about it. I couldn't be... I honestly don't think they could have done a Last of Us console that I'd be more excited about. Like, this is everything really? I could have wanted. So, cool. But on the on the Nintendo side, I mean, it's shocker. It's going to be something Zelda related. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what that is. Um, because I, th- and the reason I say this is because they've done so, they've done such a great job at it in the past with like their designs. I'm immediately snapped to what I still think is the best special edition 3DS, the Majora's Mask one. But the Hylian Shield is also really, really good. Yeah, both of those are great, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do with uh, Switch for what I imagine Breath of the Wild too. But also, there's some hesitation for me there because I didn't really like some of the Sheikah art stuff that they did with Breath of the Wild. Um, those designs didn't capture me nearly as much as the older Zelda ones. Uh, as much as I love the game, and I still love the game, just I don't know about those aesthetics. They just don't get me, like the eye and the blue, like. Oh, I like that. The stuff that I've seen it done with, like like I'm thinking like fan mock-up wallpapers or like the, the Sheikah Slate carrying case that you got in the special mm-hmm. edition, those types of things, some of the skins that they did, not my cup of tea when I'm thinking console, mm-hmm. right? But um, like the Majora's like- Mask, like the gold with the Majora mm-hmm. thing, like that I would like something like that. Gorgeous. And if mm-hmm. they did a switch like that, I'd have to have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, uh, the, so the cyberpunk version of the Xbox one X, mm-hmm. um, one of the Twitter accounts, I forgot the Twitter accounts name, but they, they put out this beautiful yellow cyberpunk fan special edition, man, I'm forgetting the name, but he's very well known in the Xbox, uh, designs. Um, Xbox that one, Pope? that's it. The yeah. Pope. Um, that was super pretty. And I wanted to buy that console right then and there. Um, cause if, if they had that coming out, I'm like, no, I'm done. That's, that's the console I need. It looks very futuristic, but man, Microsoft's, um, cyberpunk version, it looks okay. It doesn't make me want to like instantly buy. Um, it looks like course, a broken down shed. Yeah. I <laughs> Which I get is the cyberpunk part of it, but mm-hmm. it's not pretty like with me and yeah. consoles. That's what I've said about the animal crossing one. Right. And that's why I like the last of us one. When it comes to special edition consoles, I don't want super loud elaborate design i want chic yeah artsy me too you know minimal i want it to be artistic i want it to look like a feature in the room and not this weird i honestly don't even want it to appear to be a video game console like it's just like this really cool looking box i think the animal crossing one kind of fades into a living room like anything else it's all muted and you know like i think that's beautiful um, so that's kind of what I'm looking for. And I think that might be the thing with the Breath of the Wild thing. So like if it's Breath of the Wild 2, if that's the game I'm going off of and I'm trying to build something, I want it to be like, I don't know, like nature looking or nature reminiscent or something like that. I don't or want it to be like super bright colors. I don't. Symbol. I want it to have symbols. I want it to be iconic. I don't want somebody's face on it. I don't no. want a logo no, or a name it's on like it. Gaudy. I don't exactly. like when they do stuff like that. Exactly. They, if they did a Breath of the Wild too, I could picture it being like very dark colors with like that greenish teal from like the the um. Do you remember in the trailer? It's like oh, the light coming down. Okay. Kind of doing a design like that. 
That's okay. good. I like I like that. I like dark. I, I can be on mm-hmm. board. Yeah. I would like to see a black dock design of some sort. That that intrigues me. Ooh, black Joy Cons, like sh- like dark black, like not the gray. Like both sides, like with like white black. lettering buttons would be now, cool. <laughs> I didn't even think about this until you said it. Uh, you did say the magic word Joy Cons. If they actually mm-hmm. did some sort of special edition Joy Cons. That's really all it would take for me to get some. If they had real Zelda special edition Joy-Cons, not just a color, a design Joy-Con, I'd be like, well, I've got to buy it. I now have to trade my entire system to get Joy-Cons. For me, I as much as I really want a Zelda special edition console, I'm now at, you know, my I got my Animal Crossing one and I can't transfer my island data to a new so i probably wouldn't even get it even if i loved it i would hope that the joy con colors would be beautiful and that i could buy them separately so i could could get get the the docs secondhand it costs you an arm and leg but you could do it if you wanted to yeah i think for a nintendo console have you guys seen the 3ds monster hunter no Um, yes it's like it's a it's like a metallic steel case with like the monster hunter like emblem on top it's and i think it's only in japan it's I a think. good one and it looks so sleek and awesome i always wanted to grab it um if they did a switch version of that with the joy cons being metallic not like Ooh. actual metallic, but that 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 scheme yeah yeah no steel type chrome like industrial yeah. oh type. i like i like that's that good garrett that's good yeah oh i would definitely be on board the 3ds that. was so great for that and that's why i love my model of my faceplates but all of them there god there's a dozen 3ds's that are fantastic the samus one is fantastic the yoshi one is fantastic the well, fire one is fantastic problem. you can't you can't possibly get ha! a new 3ds every nope. time okay, you can some people, the average person <laughs> doesn't do that though um the great thing about the joy con is like i wish that they would take advantage of that and do more of that because that's a little bit more reasonable for someone to say okay here's 70 dollars for special it's shocking that they haven't why haven't why you know they they could have sold them separately for animal crossing they didn't there are so many big games that they could have done that for that they just didn't and those are just colors you like really you think, think you like, do it for colors but like an actual design there's so many colors even that they haven't mm-hmm. done yet it's true mm-hmm. and you're right designs like you see so many like third party market of like the um like the atomic colors and like mm-hmm. so yeah. much fancy stuff like that that i it just blows my mind that they don't take advantage of that like is the production cost too high you know they're gonna sell i, I love think- a pokemon theme set of joy cons why don't we have gold joy con why don't we have like what were you gonna say garrett it's definitely the production side of it because it's even with it's the problem with sony and microsoft too they have the same complaint that we don't have like enough colors. Now Microsoft is trying to alleviate that with the design lab. Microsoft's got a ton of designs. Yeah, even, now they have even, a ton of designs. Even theme designs. Xbox has done, yeah, you know, like eight or nine different custom controllers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I'm wondering if it's just a matter of assembling these Joy-Cons I just together. just think it's a matter of they don't have to. I don't think that has anything to do okay. with it. If Nintendo really? wanted to make Pokemon Joy-Cons, are you serious? They've made like 80 different to 3DS designs. If they wanted to design Joy-Cons, they could. The question uh-huh. is, why would they? When they have the ones that they have and they are all, they're still selling. Like they're selling as good as they can. They're, you know? like so they're, crazy, they're just yeah. making as many as they can. I think that's why. I always go back to like... I. 
I really don't feel like these corporate folks do much like that until they have to, or mm. have to might not be, might be strong. Like that's a real good way of getting people to rebuy or buy something again. Right. You mm-hmm. know, like I think we'll, I think with the light specifically, we'll start seeing more things like that. I think that's why the switch light, I think it's a big part of the switch light mm-hmm. introducing us a lower cost. But I don't do like want to buy a special edition light. I don't want another yet. console. I don't want. No, I don't. I will not. You buy don't one. know you but, want it yet. You wait till you see it. But here's the thing: I saw so many special edition 3ds's that I fell in love with, but I didn't buy that. Good point. No, I'm 100 with you on the Joy-Con. I do think it's probably worth noting, even though I don't. I, I'm going to say it because I feel like it needs to be said. As much as I, I don't know if it actually, if I believe it. You've got maybe the fact that the Joy-Con are so faulty. Maybe they're shy from doing it. So give me a special edition pro controller. There we go. Down there we go. Yeah, no. <laughs> there we I go. I think they can do pro controllers. That's there's yes. no reason. Yeah. I, I, I'll I, buy a Breath of the Wild pro controller. Please. I replaced the shell. Literally replace yeah. the shell. We've made our own. <laughs> We've made our own. I wish I could grab mine. Mine's over there. Why can't I join you guys? <laughs> I have the I have the Smash Pro and then I have my Poke Pro that I that I that I made. Yeah. So nice. I'm with you. Yeah, we've built our own. Um, but it would be nice to see Nintendo do something their own, and it would be nice to see them try hard. But you know, like maybe, you know, but they got PDP right, and they're doing those like their little controllers that have faceplates and stuff like that. So maybe that's a part of it. I don't know. We, I think we all can agree as a trio that we want them to do more. Mm-hmm. I would pay a hundred dollars for a really great set of Joy-Con. No. You could charge me I, more I, I if it was like, it here's the most awesome maybe. Zelda Joy-Con it you've ever seen. Zelda. And I would, would totally pay them $100 for them. <laughs> Maybe. I'd be know. like, sure. Absolutely. Drew wants to know, what are your Switch Game of the Year contenders so far? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, so, Drew, I think any Nintendo fan that doesn't say Animal Crossing to this question would look dumb. So as much <laughs> as I'm not playing the game... If I had to vote per se, like if I was voting on a on a panel at IGN for Game of the Year, my Switch vote would go to Animal Crossing. Personally, mm-hmm. my favorite game this year, Kunai, Ori. Ori? Mm-hmm. No, Ori. Ori was on Xbox though. Ori Two didn't come. My Game right. of the Year pick right now is hands down is Ori. Like it's not close um, gotcha. personally, but Ori Two is not on Switch. Um. I, I don't know. I have to look at maybe a calendar or something. Maybe I'm forgetting something that I've played. Like Did you play spring. Mystery Dungeon? No. Nope. I played the demo. Uh, I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, I didn't play it either. Another major release is Tokyo Mirage Sessions. It came out in January. Snack uh, World. Snack World came out. Yep. So, My, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to say I don't play any kind of Switch games that were released other than Animal Crossing. Um, but I'm going to say, like, you know, Mario plus Rabbids. I had a dang good time, even though it came out of 2017. So if you're allowing Switch games that I played this year, I would have to say Mario plus Rabbids. My Switch game of the year is and will be Animal Crossing unless Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. I don't think there's anything else that could mm. top it for me. Mm. I'm interested in Paper Mario. Um, I, I saw the battle system a little bit more. When Kyle the Pug put that in the Discord. Oh, I didn't looked, see that. Oh, it looks cool. Um, so I guess we can get into a little bit of it, but it's the same thing. It's like you have to align the rings, 
and, and so you can align the monsters. There's a limited amount of times you can move or number of rings you can move. There's a time limit to it. And then there's a weapon and then those weapons can have moves. So there's a lot of complexity wow. in that game. That sounds busy. Yeah, it sounds really busy. And Kevin's like, I, I don't I don't care for that. What what is what are these gimmicks, basically? Um, but I just I would love a demo and then we'll see if I could snap it later in the year. I would like a demo as well. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm hmm. Kyle wants to know, since we are in the year of remasters and remakes, what Nintendo 64 game would you want remastered? And this, I think, was a question from last week. I did think about this, and all of the games that I was thinking about, I don't want remasters of them. I want sequels. Um, the big one for me would be Pokemon Snap. Uh, That's a great one. I think that one... A lot of people say they want it remastered, but I would want a, a sequel for it. I would want them to add more courses, more Pokemon, kind of redo the whole rail system with it and um, just really expand it to make it more modern to like what Pokemon is today. I'm sorry. I, I, like I would say you've lost my attention. I'm listening to everything you're saying, but I'm still kind of caught up on this game of the year game because I knew oh, yeah, there was something. Back. Sorry, I didn't. Go for it. No, no, I looked, I, I looked up a list. I was like, I need to find a list or something. If I had to vote right now for my, my personal favorite Switch game of the year, it'd be Streets of Rage. Oh. oh, so okay, that that would be it. All um, right. Now, Pokemon Snap is a fantastic choice, and <laughs> I think sorry, it's <laughs> it's a game that we all want to come back. And you're jogging my memory. We were talking about this last week after the show. Yeah, I, I've I've got mine. I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. Um, but Pokemon Snap, ah, oh, I, I I hated they did like the little AR game on 3ds, and it's kind of like Snap. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I don't know why we haven't gotten a Snap game. Yeah. I thought back when the Wii U was unveiled. Like th literally the day it was unveiled, yeah. I'm pretty sure I can actually mm -hmm. go pull an archive and actually show you the article. I was calling for Pokemon Snap. I was like, this is yeah. going to be the Everybody greatest Pokemon Snap so machine sense. we've ever seen. It's going to be the greatest game of all time. It made time. so much sense. It really did. Yeah. And the fact that we never got one for Wii U or 3DS, two amazing system, well, one it's amazing system and one underappreciated system. But two systems that both focused on dual screen gyro based games and their best candidate for that type of game style didn't get a release is Asinine. Yeah. It's so dumb. I don't know what it's to crazy. do. To, fact, to think that we get one on Switch of all things and not those is even like hard to understand. Um, that's it breaks crazy. my heart. It's such a good game. Yeah, yeah, and I think with people, like, you know, we've got uh, motion-based camera games like AR, like in Pokemon Go has AR. It's not the same. The point of Pokemon Snap is that it's on rails and it was like a puzzle game. You had to figure out all the things to do to make the Pokemon interact yes. to get the best shot. That was yeah. the whole point. It's that part that's missing. That's the journey we all want to go on again. It's there, not seeing I, Pokemon I remember there were just on the so screen. Many secrets in that yes. game like mm -hmm. i remember going over my friend's house and having her show me oh by the way if you throw an apple over here a bulbasaur will come out like yeah things that like were kind of schoolyard by the way if you do this kind of secrets and like i just think now with like the technology that we have now they could add so many more secrets into a game with so many more pokemon they can make it huge if they really wanted to you're jogging me that the 3ds, the gyroscope technology, they're doing that with Ocarina of Time. I'm yep. doing, I'm doing that with the bow and arrow and the yep. boomerang. It just makes so much yep. sense. See the mm -hmm. same thing on so, Wii U with Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Yep. Yep. So that doesn't answer your question, Kyle, about which one I want remastered. But that's the one that I want a sequel for. 
I'm um, seeing in the chat, right. Kyle says GoldenEye 007. Uh, it was actually remade and released on Wii. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, well, wasn't great. Was but, it crap? Yeah. Wasn't great, but you could, I mean, it was released. <laughs> like, it is a thing. <laughs> uh, mine is Wave Race. And I say that knowing that I can't, I don't want to say can't because I can say whatever I want, but I saying that that's my choice if I'm excluding all the games that you guys have heard me talk about before the wrestling games, like all the things that I really, really like about yeah. and like we already have Zelda remakes and stuff like that. So if I throw in all those out of the top, mine would be wave race. And I'd like to bring everybody's attention to a game that I'm pretty sure is coming to switch. Although it's coming late and it was announced at Stadius connect last month. There is a game out there called wave break <laughs> and it looks like wave race, except it's kind of like Tony Hawk. And I think it looks amazing. And I'm probably going to buy it on Stadia because I don't want to wait to play it. I want to play. I, I think it looks really, really fun. Uh, Wave Race was the first game. This is what I told you guys last week after show. Wave Race was the first game that I ever think I really noticed like water physics. Hmm. And mm-hmm. it had actual waves that looked like they were flowing like real waves would. And you could feel like that bobbing on the jet ski, you know, if you just stopped. And I love that open adventure. I would love, I think I've said this before. Um, you guys probably wouldn't know. Garrett, you play Forza? Yes. Yeah. A little I, bit. Yeah. I would love a wave race game like Forza. Yeah. Where just you beautiful. could go from island to island. Yeah. But you open have world. like this big open water world, but you could like mm-hmm. go and crash things, like break signs and stuff like that, and then have races and then have jumps. Yeah. And you mix it all into this open world adventure game and you call it wave race. You know, like basically like what Ubisoft did with steep and skiing. Let's yep. let Nintendo do with Wave Race and, and Water. Um, but yeah, I, I would be all about that. That'd be a great game. But I, I would, would also love it. Go ahead. I was going to say, I would love a remaster of Wave Race 64, even if it was just the old game remastered, because it would be, one, it would be gorgeous. Two, I would mm-hmm. hope that it would be cheap, because it was a pretty, like, it wasn't a giant game. It was basically, you know, pretty small, so. Cool. Um, you, you mentioned steep. Another one would be 1080 snowboarding for me. I think we need a really good snowboarding mm-hmm. game on the switch there. Cool that's a gap borders. that has not been filled yet. 1080p is really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Does the Mario and Sonic Olympics have like a winter Olympics mm-hmm. snowboarding skiing? Okay. Yep. Oh, I never played that. Yeah. I never played the Olympic games. Maybe I haven't would... played it on switch yet, but mm-hmm. I know the older ones and then they had a whole winter games game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that really popped out to my head, um, that's like really not traditional. Um, I really enjoyed Pokemon Puzzle League. Ooh, that's a good one. That haven't, that hasn't like been back in a while. And you know, what was announced last week was Panel de Pond, which is Tetris Attack. I, and I didn't, I, I. I forgot to mention, I played this earlier today, just a match. And I'm like, this is Pokemon Puzzle League. Yeah. they Literally what they did is Tetris Attack reskinned as Pokemon. I think there's Night. a billion of those games. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that at all. <laughs> People have been reskinning Tetris for decades. <laughs> I know they were reskinning. I just didn't know this was Pokemon Puzzle League was Tetris Attack when I played it all that time when I was a kid. Um, I really enjoy that fast-paced puzzle game facing against another player. I'm um, trying to get combos with match three and match four or whatever. Um, what I would like in a remaster, give me all the gym leaders, give me all the rivals, give me like good set of Pokemon that I can choose from. 
and let me go through a storyline and make sure they have extra little abilities or um, I, I'm not really sure, but a little bit something extra other than the typical formula of, of Tetra's attack would be really, really cool with uh, a Pokemon Puzzle League remastered. Um, oh, that's they, fun. Yeah, they could pull a lot um, off these, what, seven generations, eight generations now, Pokemon. Um, they can do so much with that game, uh, with, with Puzzle League. A game that I wouldn't want to see remastered, but in mm-hmm. Rebecca's spirit, a game that I would really like to see redone, I would be really, really open to them releasing like a Donkey Kong 64 in a new engine and yeah. making it good. Yes. I would be open for like a, a you know, and you Diddy know Kong. what? As I say that, Diddy Kong Racing, yeah. Diddy yes. Kong Racing is a really good choice. Literally, um, as I said, I, Donkey Kong 64, I said, wait a minute. Yeah. Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing is amazing. I would love to see a remaster so of that game. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. That, that, that's your Forza, right? That was like the original Forza. It was the original Forza. Do you have <laughs> you any idea how it would be a Tony Hawk? Like, so when Tony Hawk um, remasters were announced, I bought them instantly. Like, immediately yeah. before the trailer was over, I had already purchased the games. Mm-hmm. I would be the exact same way if they were like Diddy Kong Racing remade in Mario Kart 8. Yes. Instant buy. I couldn't buy that game fast enough. I couldn't wow. give Nintendo money fast enough to play that game again like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Such a great game. Yep. Excellent. Jackson wants to know, assuming this year goes as we've heard from uh, or with Mario remasters, Pikmin, etc. What do you think we'd see next year from the Switch in a year with the new console cycle? Mm, that's a good question. So we kind of have our roadmap for this year. What does think, next year look like? You still don't think, though. You <laughs> assuming. Still you still don't think we're getting five Mario games. No, I think we we'll probably get 3D World at this point. I don't think we're getting five Mario games this so year. Are you going to say you were right or wrong if they're like if the games come but they're in March and not November? Oh, you mean like next year? Yeah, yeah. Um, I meant like I don't think we're gonna see five Mario games in twenty like from from when the room like whenever the first one is announced, mm-hmm. a full calendar year. Okay, like from July first to. May 31st. I can't wait to play okay. Galaxy and Odyssey in 64 again. I'd be so excited. I hope it happens. Sunshine. Sorry. Not Odyssey. Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, like, All the Mario games. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I still think next year we could definitely see Breath of the Wild too. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Uh, next year, Breath of the Wild, Bayonetta, Metro Prime. Yeah, Metro Prime 4. That's a hell of a year. It will be. Yeah. Now, I could see Metro Prime not being that year. That was yep. going to be the one that I would say push to the next, the following yep. year. And what comes after that? That's a better question, actually. Nothing against yeah. you, Jackson, but what do they do after Breath of the Wild 2 comes in a world where they'll have new consoles that are further away than the current consoles are? And there's already a huge gap, right? Um, uh, Pokemon Remake, uh, for sure. I... I- well, like, we'll next at least year? get more Pokemon games for sure. Well, I, I think it's going to be a remake of the fourth generation. Diamond and Pearl next year. Diamond, yeah, Diamond I could okay. see that. Yeah. Do you guys want Diamond and Pearl instead of um, like Gold Silver? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I've I, because I've I think if they're if they're redoing Gold and Silver again, it's going to be in the Let's Go style. Yes. Well, that's I, I when would, you said would, remake. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking I would rather see go. Diamond and Pearl in Sword and Shield's engine. Yes, mm. that's exactly I would disagree what with you. Too. I want Pokemon Ooh. Let's Gold. 
I mean, I would buy it, but oh, that's good. <laughs> I really do. I want Pokemon Let's Go bad. Um, mm. I, I, I think I Caroline would. and I were talking about those. If they're going to do another Let's Go, that's exactly what I want. I want that more than anything else. That makes sense. And that I think that could be sooner rather than later. Sure. Because they, they got the formula I down. Mean, so what I meant by the question is after that, because so like Breath of the Wild's huge, right? That's a yeah. juggernaut game. We know that's coming. Metroid Prime will at least be talked about. We don't know if it's going to be good or a huge game or anything like that yet, but it'll at least have lots of buzz. So that's a tentpole title. Mm-hmm. Once they get past those games, though, now we start talking like, is there more carts? Are there more smashes? Like Odyssey Fire 2, yeah. Fire Emblem. Like, like you start getting into sequels and, you know, I want to like sequels and re-releases or releases of games that are already available on the, on the system, right? They'll change the mechanics. They'll do something. They'll add some twists to it. But you start getting into the same type of games again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they have new IPs and things that they're not, you know, that we're not aware of, which I'm sure they do. I think, um, you know, I know Retro Studio is working on Metroid. Now, what if another team is working on a Donkey Kong, either a 2D or 3D Donkey Kong game? Could be. That, that'd be kind of cool. Could be one of the EAD studios. Could be Odyssey thing type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean I'm sure like we, we know all the IPs, like we know the yes. IPs are coming, but we are starting to run out of runway on the actual franchise installments that we know. Right. Egg mm-hmm. Chen reminded us in the chat that Detective Pikachu is supposed to be coming at some point. Really? Remember they announced yeah, they did that announce there was some that kind Pokemon of sequel or whatever, yep. and we haven't. Had, I think it's been a year since we've heard anything about it. It's is that either... is that moving the needle for anybody? Mm, no, because it came out on 3ds, and I'm like, I didn't. It's on mobile. It. I think. Wait, is it a sequel or is it a? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. It has to be a sequel, or else it would have come out by now. I think it is a sequel. Okay, but uh, I I didn't enjoy what I played on 3ds. I didn't play it, so it didn't look. It fun. was okay. Sorry. It was just slow, you know, adventure game. Mm-hmm. It was too slow. That was my biggest problem. That was too slow. What I played it was kind of funny, but you know, who who has Professor Layton? Is is that N- Nintendo, or is that someone else? I think that's one of those like I thought. I thought Layton party was type things. Is that not Intelligent Systems? Is that Intelligent Systems? Oh my gosh! I I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that series too much. I would imagine that type of detective game would would level five, come. which we should level know. five, Duh. right? Level five. Okay, it's the art style. Cool, cool. I mean, no, no offense to to Mr. Layton or Detective Pikachu, but none of those are moving the needle on me at all. If you're like, yeah. what's coming after Breath of the Wild too? If you're like Layton and oh no, I think Detective Pikachu, like we're that's in trouble before that. that <laughs> I would imagine that would come out before that anyway. Uh, the the point I was making is like we've gotten a 2D Mario, we've gotten a 3D Mario, we've gotten a 3D like Zelda, we've gotten a 2D Zelda, we've gotten a slew of remakes, we've got Cart, we got a Smash, like we got a party. Right. And we've got a tennis. So mm-hmm. like we, we're basically we're getting there. We're getting real close to having the collection of Nintendo normal franchises, like the slate of stuff that we typically get in a console generation. So after we get past those games, the question is, do we have new IPs, new things? Or are we getting sequels? They're going to bring back old IPs. They're going to give us a mother trilogy. <laughs> Not really, but it would be nice. <laughs> I don't imagine them bringing new IPs at this point. Um if they would have brought an IP into a console system, I would have thought it would be like by now. 
Um, oh, they brought arms. Yeah, I think they they, they, they arms, typically yeah. do a new IP, but they're they're very uh, they're very conservative. They don't do it often. Yeah. I think they usually do like maybe one a year. But I mean, like they did arms. They did yeah. um, Ring Fit Adventure. You know, yes, like, they, they had a couple. Yeah. They had snipper clips. They had. Well, it was an um, indie game they bought? Oh, it is. Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. make that one. They bought oh. that one. Well, there was oh. another one. I mean, they they, really they little, do things yeah. like that. They do little things like that. So. I, I would expect a new IP, but I, I after we get past Breath of the Wild too, like you, my ears start perking up if I'm like starting to forecast. And it really depends on how long, right? Like uh, the president said, we're like halfway in Switch's life cycle. Yeah, there's a lot there of runway are. left if we're halfway. Like there's a lot yeah. of runway left. So I would be thinking Splatoon three. I would be thinking yep. a new cart. Even though we have cart and cart's amazing, cart's old. Like they yeah. can do a new cart. Um, I'd be starting to think about sequels. Odyssey two, I would mm-hmm. be thinking of sequels. And then yeah, you mix in a Yoshi, you mix in a Donkey Kong, a Star Fox, you throw in some stuff here and there. Definitely a two D Zelda. Um, I would like to see a, a new two D Zelda. Um, yeah, a remake of Link Between Worlds in full TV glory. Oh, I think would be gosh, good. Would be I'd be open for that. Yeah, not my favorite Zelda game, but I think it's good. I think it's better than Link's Awakening. I'd be open to something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. tons of stuff they can do. For sure. There's tons of stuff they can do. Um, but it's going to be interesting because none of the things we just said, I don't think if any of them move the needle quite like Breath of the Wild 2 does. That's true. I'm interested to hear about Metroid Prime 4 like news a little bit more because of those VFX artists being hired. Um, they, oh, yeah. They sound like the real deal. They sound like, hey, we're going to go for realistic. Well, I mean, it's retro. Like They're going to do Prime yeah. like they know how to do Prime, which means it's going to be a while. It's gonna be a while, and it's gonna, <laughs> and I think it's gonna look pretty good too. Metro fans are uh, Met- Metro Metroid fans are used to waiting, and I think that kind of game will be worth the wait. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Craig has a really fun question. Each of you get to be in the next Fighters Pass for Smash Bros. What type of character are you? What is your Smash move? What's your final Smash attack? Mm. I'm not creative enough to think of anything like that for me. All right, I'm jumping in here. Go for it. It's gonna be the rabbit. I'm no joke. I, I would be the rabbit character. Um, I would have like my smash attack being like the melee is gonna be the guns, and then like when I punch. I'm, no, so wait a minute. Was it to just make a character, or are we actually making ourselves into Smash? You get to be in the next fighters. So passes. is this uh, the rabbit? No, I'm gonna have like moves like the rabbit. Okay. Like, um, and it's gonna be more cartoonish, like that. Um, probably like have a look at big stone. Um, yeah, you you can put a, a bunch of outfits on me if you want to. Um, and so my smash move is like summon the big uh, like Donkey Kong rabbit right behind me and like have his drums all over and just like destroy everything in in the stage. Um, that's what I'm thinking is like something outlandish like that. Hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you guys? Uh, I typically play with brawler type characters, unless in Pikachu, which I I, I typically like playing Smash with Pikachu. Mm-hmm. So I would be sort of like a like a little Mac clone. Um, probably not hit as hard, so I don't have to like give up so much movement. I want to be dressed like a golfer, like a very stereotypical golfer. I want the pom pom hat and like knickers with like nice. tall socks and stuff. And my final smash is exactly what you think it is. I'm going to throw out a 
a tennis ball and just like hit it and like the entire like everything in front of it just explodes in fire nice that'd be really really cool see those are creative i don't have any creative ideas like that for what my character would be she whips out her old 3ds (laughs) (laughs) i I was thinking like another way is to like i just summon fire emblem characters right behind me yes kyle kyle says basically donnie's golf story alter ego that's exactly right you know and uh what's the golf comes out on on switch this week and i i do love this little reputation i've got every time a golf game is announced on any platform i have no less than eight ten people and like donnie, <laughs> donnie. <laughs> there's a golf there's game a golf on. Game. speaking of which i didn't even talk about i'm playing golftopia oh. which uh if you listen to psvg prime we interviewed the creator of this the dev that making this game because i found it about a year ago it is a spiritual successor to sims golf and uh, I got my early access beta tester code today, and I downloaded it, and I basically lost the rest of my afternoon. I didn't do anything else. I didn't really want to do anything else. I could have not podcasted. And you would be playing it right now if we were not podcasting. That's exactly what I'd be doing. Um, <laughs> it's very different. We're keeping you from going. It's very sci-fi and stuff, but it also has, like, uh, I don't I, I don't think that's, like, a down. I think, I mean, it's fine. It's just a different, like, skin. It's a different aesthetic. It's not good or bad. It's just different. I do love the camera controls because unlike Sims Golf, where you played everything from like God, you know, you played everything from above. Mm-hmm. This you can zoom all the way down and get like right behind your character on the course oh, cool. and see everything in three. It has this very like ring fit adventure, this very colorful painterly type aesthetic. It's really fun. Sorry. But uh, if I don't say it now, I don't know if I'll ever say it. I don't know if there's a place for me to say anything about Golftopia, but I'm definitely digging it. Um, but yeah, so like this week has been flooded between the PGA 2K game and then what's the golf happening and this and people are like, have you ever played what's the golf? Um, for anybody listening that wanted to hear my thoughts on what's the golf, I gave them several months ago. It was on Apple Arcade and um, I bought it and played it on the Apple TV and uh, it's fun. It's not a golf game. Like that's first and foremost. If you're going in there going, I want to play a golf game. That's not the game for you. If no, you hate not. golf games, you should probably give what's the golf uh, mm-hmm. try because you might like it because it's, it's like goose game. Is really what it's like. Um, that's, is it that's, the putt putt one? No, but kind. It's small. Like it's short. Like everything is short little courses, but you hit stuff. But it's it's like weird. Like you hit like a house instead of a ball, uh, and like a house goes rolling, or like you hit a couch and you hit well, it I like into. Check that out. There's all kinds of weird physics, puzzly type things to it, and that's like I said, it's more like goose game than a golf game. Also, was the other one uh, the mini golf game golf? Let's golf for friends golf. The one that hit yeah. Game Pass. That's also on Switch. That was another one that people were like, Donnie, let's play this. And uh, unfortunately, weird. That's not a golf game, too. We- no, it is, but it's mini really? golf. It's, it's mini golf, but isn't it like from like. I don't, I'm, I'm not golf. like into mini golf. Oh, okay. I like mini golf. I mean, I like playing mini golf. Don't get me wrong. I play mini golf anyway. I don't want to play mini golf like <laughs> video game. That feels, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. That's lesser to me. I don't want to do it. Like I play golf games, real golf games. So. But Some I, of that disc golf snobbery coming out. Ooh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be down for a disc golf game. That'd be fun too. How much time we got? That's that's got to be it. We're like ninety minutes. Unless you just there's a burning question you really want to get to now. No, there's some good ones, but we can save them. Okay, we will save yeah. them for next week, and that'll do it for us this week, Kooplings. Hope you enjoyed the chat. Join uh, us in Splatfest this weekend. Splatfest yes. this weekend. You gotta come do that, and we'll talk about how Team Ketchup wiped the floor with you guys nah. next no. to the podcast talk about the last dance revenge 
Team Mayo all the way. Team Mayo. I, I think you guys, I mean, I think like last time, I think you'll, I think it'll be the same outcome. It seems like everybody's going Team Mayo, which I don't understand. Well, a lot but... of the time, the most popular one is the losing team. So. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. We'll see. Well, it doesn't matter win or lose. Like we all know who's the best team, right? Sometimes the best team loses. Like that just happens. Michael Jordan lost, right? Still, <laughs> he still was the Bulls. That's team catch up, right? doesn't matter. <laughs> and if that's the case, we'll say it was a fake splat fest, never counted. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Does it count? Does it count? Depends canon? if Mayo wins. <laughs> it's an official Mayo event. <laughs> we'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Saturday night, uh, we'll be streaming. Yeah, we'll the live chat will be streaming, so you can actually jump on and be like podcasting with us. We'll all be there. We'll all be chatting, talking, and we'll be live on air. Yeah, 8 p.m. Good stuff. Be right. there. Eastern. We'll see you next week, Koopings. Bye-bye. <laughs>